this is an exciting, exciting, exciting time of my life. My little baby girl, oh my gosh, my little baby Nevin Joy Long just turned four years old. I can hardly believe it. She is quite possibly the most precious thing on the face of the planet. I'm sure most dads say that, but like I honestly feel that in my heart of hearts. I remember when this little creature was born. Like she was huge. She looked like a sumo wrestler. Yeah, you know, she had these like almondy eyes and she was just this like chubby little thing and and we didn't know if we were having a boy or a girl. We thought uh, it was it was a boy. We thought uh, it was like we had this names picked out, Noah and Nevin. Nevin is is N E V I N. She's named after my father. His name is Kevin. We wanted to keep this NJL theme going. My wife and I had the same exact initials. It's crazy. I'll tell you that whole story. But uh, my wife and I have been married now five years or almost five years. And we got pregnant with her first thing. So I was looking at her just a couple of days ago. Uh, and I was like, I can't believe how grown up she is. Like, I can't believe like how how beautiful this little woman is becoming. And like, not only that, but she's just this kindred spirit and she's like so feisty and so independent. And I'm like, God, like we can see so much progress in these little ones, you know? Like, I think that's what these 90 day outcomes do for me is they, they show me this progress, this growth. You know, I was looking back at pictures and I looked at myself and I didn't recognize myself in the photos. And that's a good thing, like in a good way. Sometimes we look at photos and we're like, oh shit, I got to burn this one. What the fuck happened? I was, man, was I drinking a lot then? Was I eating? What the hell was happening? We don't like the way we look. And we, you know, it kind of plays into that negative self-talk and that, that head track that I've, I speak about often. But I was, I, I want to tell you this funny story, uh, particularly about my four-year-old. And uh, my brother's like, you're probably going to do a podcast on this. You're goddamn right I am, son. You already know where this is going. You sit back there, you and, a, you and old Lewis, you sit back and relax and fucking enjoy the story because the rest of the audience has not heard this. But uh, so we're at my house and we've like Sunday dinners have been a tradition in my family for a long time. And, um, so my, we wanted to do a family dinner for my daughter's birthday. And so we're like, let's just do it on our Sunday dinner. So my, my niece, I guess it's my niece, it's my cousin's baby or my cousin's daughter. So I don't know, is that considered like, you know, second cousin, first niece, or I don't, I don't know. I'm not good at the family tree shit, but it's my cousin's daughter and me and my cousin are really close and we grew up together and we're my brothers and, and, and she's an only child. So it's like, we're like the, the brothers and sisters she never had and probably quite frankly, never wanted, but we love her. And so she came over with her, her daughter and, um, her and my daughter are like little best buds. I mean, they're so cute. They're, they play all the time and it's so fun to watch them just grow up and get along together. And it takes me back to when, you know, my cousin and I were growing up and hanging out and all the cool stuff we did. And it's just like warms your heart, like absolutely warms your heart. Well, they like to do these fashion shows and they go up and they destroy, they absolutely destroy my daughter's room. They pull out all the clothes and they start dressing each other up and they got their little, uh, fake lipsticks and stuff. And they like to do fashion shows and they come downstairs and they have to be announced 
ladies and gentlemen, welcome, you know, to our fall fashion show. And the girls come in and it's so cute. They like prance around and they got their little plastic click, 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 click heels on. And, you know, my, my poor son, like <laughs> there's no, there's no other boys around. So he ultimately gets in there somehow. And I think he thinks he's breakdancing. I don't really, we really don't know what he's doing. The first time, it, you know, it looked like he was going into like epileptic shock. Like we're like, what's going on? You know, next thing you know, he's in a dress, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It'll be, he'll be fine. Don't worry. And so, uh, anyway, so they're doing this fashion show and all of a sudden it got like, got like real quiet, like real quiet upstairs. And I'm like, Hmm. And I look and I, then I see my brother look at me and he's like, Oh, they're, they're upstairs. I'm like, um, I'm going to go check. So I, I run upstairs. They're, they're not in, in, um, her room. I check my son's room. They're not there. I run back stairs I run back downstairs. We have a casita. It's like, it's, it's, you know, a, um, a casita is a small little house that's, you know, detached from our main house. Um, and it's a, it's like a part of it's above the garage and it's like a playroom downstairs and there's a full bedroom and bathroom upstairs. And it's, it's cool. We turned it into the kid's playroom. So I thought, well, they must be in the, the casita in the casita and the playroom. So I, I walk out of the house, I go into the casita they're not there. I go upstairs. They're not up there. I'm calling for them. And I'm trying not to like sound the alarms, but now panic's like kind of setting in. I go, you know what? I didn't go upstairs in my room. So I went upstairs and went back in my wife and I's room. They're not there. I run back downstairs. I look on the side of the house, look on the other side of the house. They're like nowhere. And I'm like, okay, time to panic. So I run out into the street. They're not in the street. And I'm like, fuck, like, where are they? Like, where could they be? You know, like we live in a good neighborhood. We live in Newport Beach, California. You can Google that if you're, if you're not from, from the area, I'm not going to give you my address, but we, we live in Newport. It's beautiful, but you never know. Like you hear these fucking horror stories all the time. And I think as a parent, you just live in a constant state of worry. If, if, if you're my parents out there and, and you live in a constant state of worry, just say hallelujah. Amen. Right now. Cause I know that, I know that you do. So long story short, or short story long, um, is like, I'm like, what the hell? And my neighbor across the street, John goes, Hey, are, uh, are you looking for a little girl? And he knows my, my daughter, he would have said, are you looking for Nem? I said, well, she was with her, her cousin. He goes, well, I saw her run down towards like the green belt, the park. And I'm like, okay, thanks, John. So I run down towards the green belt. I don't see them like anywhere. So they're not in the house. They're not in the casino. They're not in the garage. They're not like out front. And I'm going like, what? the fuck happened to these two girls. I have not told anybody. I have not told a soul inside the house. I'm just on a mission to find them. That's the only thing that I care about. And I'm like, I'm going to be like a Dateline NBC special. I know that's horrible to say, but that's just like your parent, you just go worst case scenario. So I'm walking back to my house and two doors down, um, I see like, uh, they have, you know, these two French doors off the front of the house and one of them was cracked just about enough for a four-year-old to slip into. And I'm like, hmm. I'm like, no, my daughter wouldn't go into the house. Like she, like she doesn't, the, the, the neighbor kids that are in the house are, are older than my daughter. She plays with the immediate neighbor's kids, but like, you know, those kids are a little bit older. So she's never, I don't even think she stepped foot in that house. My neighbors are great. I love them. They're good people, but they like, she's never been in there. So I'm like, this doesn't make sense. So I like, I walk up and I, I look in the, the, the front window and I don't see anybody. And, you know, so I go, Nevin. And I hear this. Yeah. And I'm like, where did that come from? But I'm like, uh, I'm like relieved. Cause I can hear her voice. I'm like, where are you? She's like in here. And I'm like, are you in their house? And she's like, yeah. 
So she comes walking out and like, she just comes like strutting out, like, like nothing happened. She's like wearing her, her fashion show clothes. And so is my, my cousin's daughter. And she's like smacking gum and my little cousin smacking gum, both of them. And they're like, she's like, what's up, dad? I'm like, what's up, dad? Uh, how about you like left the house? And you didn't tell me where you're going. And what's up with you being in the neighbor's house? And she's like, um, well, um, and she's like, um, dad, um, smacking her gum. And she's like, well, we wanted to come inside. I'm like, what, like, what are you doing? She's like, we we ate some Halloween candy. I'm like, what? You ate Halloween candy. And I'm like, what is all over your hands? And she's like, um, we went upstairs. I'm like, you went upstairs? Like you broke into the neighbor's house. And you're eating their Halloween candy? Like it's your job? And you painted your nails like you're a, a salon like on, in the, on the corner? Like what is going on here? I'm like, Nevin Joy, you get home right now. You know, my dad voice, right now. And then so they're like, what, dad, what, what? And, you know, then they're like, their excitement kind of changed to like nervous energy. And I'm like, you, like, you're, we're not having birthday cake. Like this is not good behavior like i'm losing my mind i'm like what the fuck my little four-year-old just broke into the neighbor's house like walked upstairs ate some halloween candy like what's up i'm in your house yo walks upstairs like paints her nails like makes herself at home i literally have no idea how she knew how to do any of this let alone be the ringleader to my cousin's poor daughter like come on we'll go together and so i go back in the house and everybody's like chit-chatting and having their time and my wife's like, she so can see the look on my face. She's like, um, what's, what's, uh, what's going on? I was like, um, do you want to tell mommy what just happened? She's like, um, I'm like, Nevin, tell your mom. I said, tell your mom what happened. So brief, brief little pause here, not a pause, but a, an interjection is that my dad told me and my brothers, as long as you tell the truth, you will never, ever be in trouble. Like I may be disappointed. We may have to talk about the lessons we learned, but you will not be in trouble as long as you tell the truth. And like, I tested him on this a couple of times and you know, he would tell me, okay, son, like blah, blah, blah. There might've been one time where it like backfired on me, but for the most part, as long as we told the truth, like we didn't get in trouble. Like we, he just prided himself on, on truth and integrity. So I've been telling Nevin this for a long time, like a long time since she was a child or she still is a child since she was a baby. And so she tells mom, my wife says, mommy, I went down to so-and-so's house. I won't say their name to protect the, the not so innocent whose home got broken into. But she says, I went down there and I ate their candy and I went upstairs and my wife's like, wait, what, what are you talking? She's like, whose house? And so I tell her, she's like, what? She's never even been in there. I'm like, babe, I know. I'm like, and so anyway, so I'm like, ne so I'm like, Nevin, do you understand what you did wrong? And so she repeats it. And I, so, you know, like this, this more of a, um, an opportunity for her to see and for her to guide herself, because I realize it's not my job to protect my children. It's my job to teach my children to protect themselves. And part of the first defense of protecting yourself is to tell the truth. When you tell the truth, you have nothing to fucking hide. When you have nothing to hide, you're a pretty powerful person, even if you're four years old, you know? And so, um, 
so the the commotion, the laughter, you know, all the like the what I can't believe this, and the all the who to thunk it's they it all kind of subsided, and I told her I said, well, when you know the neighbors get home, you're gonna go down there, and you're gonna tell them what you did, and she's like, no, daddy, no, I said, yes, you are. You're going to go down there. You're going to look them in the eye. You're going to tell them the lessons that you, that you learned. I said, because when we do something wrong, part of that is owning it. We just own it. We tell the truth and we own it. And so she's like, okay, daddy, you know, so poor thing. Like she has her birthday cake. And then like, I poke my head out and this is probably an hour later or something like that. And I see that the, the neighbor's cars are home. So meanwhile, we had, we had texted the, the neighbor and said, hey, I'm so sorry. Um, our daughter like went into your house and she, we, 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 we seen fingernail polish. We didn't want to go in. We don't know what happened, but please let us know if there's any damage. You know, we're, we're happy to pay for it, you know, so on and so forth. So she's like, oh my gosh. She's like, we've been gone all weekend. How did she get in? We're like through the, the um, French door on the front. And she's like, oh my God. She's like, did I leave the keys in the door? And I said, well, I'll go back down there and check. So meanwhile, I go back down there and check, but I didn't, what I didn't know was is she actually had set the alarm remotely in the interim time. So from the time I hung up to the time I got to her house, she'd set the alarm. So I'm like, no, I don't, I don't see the, uh, I don't see the keys in the door, but, uh, let me just check to make sure that, you know, this, this door locked behind the kids. And wouldn't you know it? I opened the door and the alarm goes, now the alarm is like going off. So here I am standing on the freaking front porch with the alarm going off. The lights are flipping on from all the neighbor's house. And I'm like, oh my God, this just went from bad to worse. So I call her and I'm like, I am so sorry. She's like, is that the alarm? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I'll call you back. I'll call you back. So she luckily was able to disengage the alarm remotely as well. And I'm like, this is so freaking embarrassing. Like we have a, we have a, a, a relationship with these people, but you know, I don't think we're going to make the Christmas card list this year. And, and so long story short is, um, um, we, like take my daughter down there when they get home. And I was so proud of her. I was so proud of her. She held my hand. She knocked on the door. The neighbor opens the door and she says, I'm so sorry. Um, I left my house without telling my dad. I broke into your house and I stole from you. And I used your stuff without permission and I violated your trust. <laughs> or see, I don't know if she used the word violated, but I was just like, fuck yeah, she killed it. That is so cool. And of course my neighbor is so cool. And now this time the, the husband and wife are standing there and they're like, oh my God. And they're like, don't worry about it. And I said, well, we... We, we tell the truth in our family and we wanted to come down here and just own what we did. And I pray to God that my little girl never loses that. I pray that she, even though she's four, she remembers this moment and she remembers how there was no like repercussion or retribution, judgment, you know, or punishment on my end for telling the truth and owning up to what she did wrong. And I wonder why as adults, we can't do the fucking same. Why we can't just own what we did that was wrong and tell the fucking truth. 
Like I do it all the time, like little stupid, dumb white lies. And then when I do something wrong, I try to like backpedal like Deion Sanders and cover my ground. And, and it's just, it makes life so much harder than just taking it on the chin and saying, I messed up. I am so sorry. Here's what I did. It's so freeing too. It is so freeing. And you know, I, I'm, I'm instilling these values into this four-year-old, but I know at some point the world is going to get to her and it's not always going to be the case. But the only way I can truly show her is to lead by example and to be the truth myself, to own up to the shit that I do. Like if you guys listen to this podcast, you'll see that I freaking own all of my stuff, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so where in your life right now are you not owning up to something that you did where you're not telling the truth and it's eating away at you? And it's like, it's like someone else has broken into your life and has like vandalized it with the lies. Like that's you. That's you. And eventually it's going to catch up to you. So just own it. Like be the truth. Be the truth in, in, in all things you do. And it won't be perfect. Like it's so hard to tell the truth hundred percent of the time. I don't know why, like as human beings, like we're just like programmed to embellish and all this kind of stuff, but it's so much easier when you do tell the truth. So to my neighbors, if you are listening, I do apologize once again. Um, uh, I'm sad. I didn't get a piece of the Halloween candy that, uh, she took out, but maybe, uh, I will this upcoming Halloween and, uh, let me know what I owe you for any of the damage, which I don't think there was actually any, but, uh, thank you for, for letting my daughter own her truth and mirroring back that when we tell the truth and we just own who we are, like nothing bad happens. So my friends, that is it. It's been a, uh, it's been a long week and, um, I still got work to do, but the one thing I'm going to be committed to is telling the truth and owning who I am. And you should do the same. And you should always own the next 90. I'm out.